Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, a podcast that is ostensibly about video game movies. Uh, This is episode 129. My name is Mark Champlin and today, as always, I'm joined by Alex Wallace. How are we doing today, Alex? What's up, girls and gays? Um, God, man, we did, uh, we kind of did three big ones in a row. Three, three meaty episodes, three, three long, uh journeys into our psyches for you to for you to chew on uh and <laughs> and and that that kind of takes something out of you you know you got you you put a you, you put a little bit of emotion into the podcast and it tires you out um so so today we're just going to talk about some stupid fucking bullshit i mean just really <laughs> just like just the most useless cultural detritus you can possibly come across i was gonna say return to our roots but even with our roots we were actually trying to we were trying to make commentary <laughs> about like social political queer commentary there's not not much to be had on this one <laughs> we're, yeah we're we're just gonna complain about commercials for like 20 minutes <laughs> i mean we could make this about stuff but Honestly, this it's just some fun bullshit. <laughs> it's yeah. Um so god, uh we're going to talk about some Star Fox 64 related things today. Uh so briefly on Star Fox 64, we don't need to go into like a long tangent about what an incredible classic Star Fox 64 is because if you listen to this podcast, you're already probably a strong believer that Star Fox 64 is a is a a, a worthy piece of art. Um, but man, I just love, I just love this stupid fucking game, man. I love the Mm -hmm. incredibly B-movie vibes that they just nailed. Like, playing through Star Fox 64 feels like playing through a sci-fi movie from the 70s. Um, I, like, remember, like, this was like a, like a friend's house game for me for a long time. Oh, yeah. Same, same. And then eventually I, like, uh, I, I used to, like, go to GameStop, like, like 10 years after the N64 was relevant and buy N64 games for like $7. Um, and that's how I ended up like playing through Star Fox 64 over and over again for like an entire summer, reading through like one of those really mean GameFAQs walkthroughs. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I, yeah, it has the, um, lots of those, uh, What's what are those like graphics that you would make with like characters yeah, it's, on the it's, keyboard? It's, it's ASCII art. Of, ASCII art. <laughs> you know, yes. it's like ASCII art explaining the controls to you, but then there's like a thing under it that's like, why did I even put this here? You probably already know this. Um, and you know, like, like, it, it, like this was a thing at the time. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't hundred percent every path, you're a pussy. <laughs> yeah. Like it was. This was like a very like mid two thousands thing where like. So you would sometimes get a GameFAQs walkthrough that was like somewhat hostile to you. Yeah, this was that was how I first played Ocarina of Time was uh, at, at ten years old with one of these walkthroughs. Yeah, it was um, making fun of me for having to use it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's like my in my brain. That's like the Platonic Star Fox sixty four experience. Um, but yeah, like I said, don't don't need to regale you with tales about how incredible Star Fox sixty four is. I think we're all on the same page on that. Yeah, if you somehow haven't experienced it at all, um, play it somehow. Or if not, just like look up like the way that the there the, it birthed so many memes. Like like do a barrel roll. The everything that Falco says. Like <laughs> go go look up like the not the cutscenes but like the in-game dialogue it's it was really crucial that you, was part of uh, yeah, why it's so remembered so well you could watch like a no commentary long play of Star Fox 64 and get like 
80 to 90 percent of why it's good <laughs> from yeah that. totally you're, you're not gonna be the one you, you're not gonna be like the first of your friends to discover how to get to the secret level in the asteroid field so like don't don't worry about it. just watch it play. <laughs> yeah um so so what do we watch today for the podcast <laughs> Uh, so it's listed on IMDb. Hilarious, first of all, that this has an IMDb <laughs> entry um, as Star Fox sixty four colon check out the new Rumble Pack. Um, it, it may or may not be the official title. Maybe it was on the the box, but it's a promotional VHS tape that was sent out to certain subscribers to Nintendo Power in nineteen ninety seven to promote. Uh, upcoming release of Star Fox 64. Now, for the uninitiated, this is a thing that uh, video game mag video game magazines were a thing, first of all. <laughs> um, and this was a thing that 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 they would do for subscribers is they would send out uh, promotional uh, DVDs, uh, but this is a little before that as well. So promotional VHS tapes, which showed upcoming games. Uh, the, the the Sony the Sony version of this would send out like demo discs with like, oh, here's the first couple levels of fucking Rayman or whatever. But you sure but, couldn't print a demo cartridge to send people in the no. mail for their N64. <laughs> yeah. So instead we got this. That... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they were... <laughs> That's so true. It's like, well, like we can't do a demo disc because we're we had the awful idea of continue of making the heaviest worst cartridges ever. <laughs> hey Brian, what are all your weird actor friends doing? <laughs> um, God, yeah. Okay, so for some context, uh, this is around like N sixty four launch window. Uh, the PlayStation One has been out for several years at this point and is basically wiping the floor with everyone. Uh, it's in terms crushing. Of sales. It, it is just yeah. crushing it. Uh, the Sega Saturn also exists <laughs> and has been out for a while. Um, you know, like. 3D consoles are are the new wave. They're the new hotness. And, like, Nintendo is, like, really on the back foot for the first time since, basically since the NES launched in America, right? Like, there was a brief period where the, the Genesis was was outselling them, but, like, nothing like this. Like, the PS1 is, is shitting on them. Mm -hmm. Um... And so I think that that helps to understand uh, why this VHS tape is like this. Um, <laughs> so the plot of this thing, which is like 10 minutes long, by the way, uh, is that there are two men with Sega and Sony written on their shirts in big, bold text. <laughs> and they are attempting to infiltrate Nintendo headquarters slash the Nintendo Air Force Base, question mark. Um, like part of the conceit of this is that like you know it's star fox 64 so the people who are like working on the video game star fox 64 are like fighter pilots yeah they needed they needed yeah, the 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 idea of what a game developer was was so nebulous in a in a in a child of the '90s head that like they they must have just assumed well of course they motion capture real fighter pilots who yeah, are shooting laser guns. If you're playing a game about pilots. All the people that worked on it are probably pilots. Yeah, um, and so they uh, the 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 Sega and Sony uh, uh, uh kidnap. <laughs> A fighter pilot, um, and interrogate him about Star Fox 64. 
by torturing Mario um, because they want to steal Star Fox 64, the awesome game coming only to Nintendo 64. I do love that these two um, these two guys are like it's like the classic like big dumb guy little smart guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> evil duo uh, it's it, it really is the 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 classic like pinky in the brain type of situation uh-huh. I uh, I also I blaze past the Mario torture thing um, so we'll get to it <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it in more detail but basically like there is a Mario doll that is treated like it's a person in this uh, and they put his head in a vice. And they shock him with a car battery <laughs> um, to get information about Star Fox 64. Um, and then and then the fire pilot tells them uh, that they if they want to learn more about the game, they got to talk to Bob. Uh, and Bob is revealed to be a Nintendo scientist. Uh, and they do the, the classic fake pizza, real pizza neurotoxin gag on him. Let me zoom in on this for a little bit. They're, they... They have already, they're already inside Nintendo headquarters. Then they get told they need to go talk to this other guy. And so they go there disguised as, as pizza delivery guys. And then Bob opens the pizza and then gets hit with the, the nerve gas that knocks him out or whatever. And then like immediately in the next scene, the guy that they were torturing in the first scene is just like sitting in the corner and chilling and laughing about the whole thing and eating pizza. Um, so the... <laughs> It's if not you're a, confused, uh... I, I could tell you exactly what happened. You see, they ordered a real pizza and then used the box to encase neurotoxin, uh, and then they they took the already used pizza box uh, that had now been filled with neurotoxin uh-huh. uh, over to Bob and uh, poisoned him, and then brought him back, uh, and then uh, and then they're eating their their now lukewarm pizza. It's not a uh, it's not a meticulously <laughs> plotted film. I would say, I, I I would call that maybe a small contrivance. <laughs> um, uh, and then they they torture Mario some more, uh, and and then Bob tells them the secrets about the Rumble Pack and four player multiplayer action. Um, you didn't tell them about the Rumble Pack, did you? <laughs> no, but you're you're about to because you just told me, Fox Boy. It's literally <laughs> a fucking Sonic Adventure Two scene with the Rumble yeah. Pack. Um, God, uh, and then they play the dog shit Star Fox 64 multiplayer mode for a bit. Yes, uh, talk, talk your shit. Talk the, your shit. The pizza, uh, and we get a sizzle reel for some N64 games, including such classics as Zelda 64 and Yoshi's Island 64. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then the Nintendo guys just like they just leave. Uh, and, he, and they tell the other two to buy it at the store if they want to play it more. <laughs> Thanks for the pizza, guys. And they walk out. Uh, this shit rocks. <laughs> yep. This is this is the best thing we've watched for the show. <laughs> Probably unironically. Oh man, what were your uh, what were your general thoughts on uh, the the uh, the kidnapping themed <laughs> Star Fox sixty four promotional VHS? <laughs> I just miss I just miss the days where in the 90s you could just have like your competitors like names written on a shirt and then you could just look at the camera and say, "Hey, Sony PlayStation, that thing sucks shit. Buy our product instead." Like there was no there was no beating around the bush. There's no subtlety. <laughs> like 
Like, oh, are you a bitch? Then you probably want the bitch station. <laughs> like that. Like it's Nintendo. It's this is. A, yeah, I. The Nintendo- they sell they sell little cartoon games about little fat Italian men. The fucking the Nintendo Attitude Era was the funniest period of their history by far. Like, yep. I, if, for those of you who were not paying attention to video games or maybe were not born yet at this time, like, between, like, this point, like, late 90s and then, like, right up until, like, the Wii came out and they, like, changed back to the fa- fa- extreme family-friendly brand that they have stuck with to this day. Um, yeah. Like, Nintendo was trying to be, like, cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because that was just like where the demographic of advertising was leaning for video games in the United States. Like the PlayStation was very successful, basically on top of a campaign of why would you play that gay ass pussy Nintendo shit? Yeah, you yeah, you play gotta these understand. Cool adult games for real, true adult gamers, which of course yeah, you- appeals to like thirteen year olds, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah, you, you got to understand that Nintendo is firing back here at the Sega does what Nintendo don't. Yeah, and uh, the, type of shit. Yeah, like this is this is a <laughs> like it, it starts with Sega and then Sony like ramps it up and then Nintendo yeah. responds rather than like being you know try, trying to nowadays like Nintendo wants to come off as like the funny uncle. You know, like, oh, Grandpa, he's so silly. He doesn't understand the internet. And he stalks <laughs> hackers and ruins their lives. Um, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I said this was going to be a stupid, funny episode. Um, but also, fuck Nintendo. But also, fuck <laughs> Nintendo. Um, it's just, like, really fucking funny. <laughs> because, like, this is the period where they made six Mario parties. <laughs> but, like... All of their advertising was like a Stone Cold Steve Austin promo. You you want to get the Mario Party where you can put a microphone into the memory card slot and you could say bomb and then then he'll throw a bomb. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) This shit is so ridiculous. I, I, it, but it's so much more fun than like fucking Yoshiaki Koizumi saying, take a look. At this, snap fingers, and then it shows a montage of 18 uh, JRPG remakes. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I enjoyed this more than current Nintendo. Yeah, you know, like, we're choosing between, like, hmm, how do I want this enormous multinational corporation to sell things to me? But, like, it was more fun back then. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it, it, I, I want to, I, I want it to be obvious that I'm being pandered to. <laughs> I, I, so I can laugh at it and enjoy it on an ironic level instead of, and, yeah. God, I, I, capitalism is, <laughs> is sure is a thing that exists. Oh that we man. Exist under. Let's talk about, oh, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about the film. This is a work of art. This is a work of yes. art. Yes. 
We need to give it a proper respect and talk. We're, we're going to talk about the film. Uh, yeah, the film. Um, everyone, and it, and it is a film. Every performance in this is 110%. It's incredible. The ham is just off the charts here. Every single line delivery is iconic. Like, there, there is nothing <laughs> that is said in this movie that is not said in the weirdest fucking way possible. <laughs> Yeah, enunciate, enunciated strangely, performed uh, insanely. It's, yeah. Thanks for the pizza, guys. <laughs> it's just like it's on another level. It's the, <laughs> the energy coming off of this thing is palpable. You can feel it in the room while you're watching it at like fucking two forty p. It's amazing. Um, you know, yeah. If this was made nowadays, it would it would have fucking Reggie or or Doug Bowser or, or whoever in it, and like I don't know, Ninja would be there or something. <laughs> um, but instead, it's just like some dudes. <laughs> um, I I I'm just gonna I'm just gonna list off things that I thought were funny about this. Um, the first thing that ma- made me laugh really hard was when they were putting Mario's head into an industrial vice and squeezing it until he, until he died. Uh, and, uh, and the, the Sony and Sega guys start laughing and then the edit just starts rapidly flashing back and forth <laughs> between Mario's face and their laughing, guffawing visages. And it's incredible. <laughs> I, we don't make things like that anymore for good reason. It's bad for a lot of people's health. But man, when people first got access to computer editing softwares, they sure went fucking buck wild. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it just there's just an air of sincerity to the editing here. Yeah. Where they, like sincerely thought this was cool and rad. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, as soon as it was like, wow, I don't have to like physically cut up a film reel in order to stitch these things together. I'm going to do stupid bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it looks like an episode of PBS Zoom, but violent. Yeah, it's the, it's the same vibe as, like, synth music from the 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. know, people are like, good wow, we have this incredible technology. Let's make the most gaudy bullshit we possibly can. Yeah, let's, let's have Bob Dylan make a synth <laughs> album for some reason. God, um... It's extremely funny that the the Sega Saturn was at one point even relevant enough to be worth mentioning in this video. I don't know if I can name a single Sega Saturn game. I love when uh, he's like, can you play this on Sega Saturn? Like, fuck no, bro. You can play like 20 games on it. You can play that one Alien vs. Predator Doom clone that people think is good. You Listen, bro. The, you got you got uh, ports of g- fighting games that are good and uh, the, a, sure. a you got version of Tomb Raider that was made uh, using a steam engine. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. Uh, yeah, it's just funny because, like, I was playing video games during this era. I had a Nintendo 64. I knew a lot of people who had a PlayStation 1. I don't think I know a single person who owned a Sega Saturn. <laughs> Yeah, those poor Saturn kids. Yeah, which is not just to, to shit on the Sega Saturn. I, I, you, you all know that I am a proud Dreamcast owner. I love <laughs> stupid old shit. Uh, but it's just funny. Like, it's just funny to imagine an era where Nintendo would even need to make fun of the Saturn. Because eventually the Saturn just goes on to be a joke of itself, you know? Um, also, I, you know, I hate to say this. I really hate to, I hate. I hate to be this person. I'm sorry. Um, but it, it's, it is simply impossible to talk about the rumble pack without it sounding at least a little bit horny. 
Yeah, the, the vibration it's, it's, gets it's, more intense. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> when you blow up your ship, that's where the real intense vibration oh starts to happen. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I don't mean to be crass. It's just it's just a fact of the world. <laughs> I don't I don't mean to be crass, but. But hey, but Halo One, hold down right trigger when you have the assault rifle in your hand. You, you have a good time. <laughs> I'm just I'm sorry. Saying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, also, uh, it was very funny seeing like a sizzle reel of a bunch of games that no one remembers. <laughs> oh, are, are you 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 don't fondly remember uh, uh, baseball presents Ken Griffey Jr. on the N64? <laughs> And, like, all the ones that you do remember have different names in this. <laughs> like, you see Yoshi's Story, and it's, it's Yoshi's Island 64. You got Ocarina of Time as Zelda 64. It's like watching something from an alternate reality. Now, now this did remind me of current Nintendo. It's, it's, it's the, <laughs> yes. the way... Yeah, the the way that uh, the way that every E3 ends with a sizzle reel of, I promise there's games coming. <laughs> yeah, it's like... like- <laughs> Like, any anything that you, any sizzle reel that you watch from the Nintendo 64 era is going to give you this feeling, because, like, there are, like, seven iconic Nintendo 64 games. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say, there are seven N64 games. <laughs> and those are, like, the only ones that, you, that anyone remembers. Everybody has, like, one weird thing that they owned that only they remember. You yes. got your Mischief Makers kids out there. You got your Space Station Silicon Valley kids out there. But, like, for the most part, it's like you got you got Mario 64. You got Mario Kart 64. That's kind of it. <laughs> you, 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 got, you got Smash Brothers if you were the cool one. But that, that one, I feel like that one even was a tiny bit niche. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, it's the, do you think we've sufficiently talked about the Mario torture? <laughs> um, I just wanted to point out that this this Mario torture uses the the similar cinematics and uh, sa- similar torture conventions from the controversial GTA Five torture scene, <laughs> which is which almost landed which almost landed it with like an adults with like an adults only rating. Uh, but they're just doing it to a Mario doll. I also wanted to mention that it's weird because not only are the Sega and uh, and Sony people like treating this as if it's like like a person, uh, but like the Nintendo people are also like conceding to this too. They're like, no, no, stop, no, stop. I'll tell you what you need to know. Please don't kill Mario. They like <laughs> they call it a doll exactly once. And then throughout the entire rest of the the presentation, it the Mario doll is treated as if it were a real human person. <laughs> well, I mean, the if it, it it is if it, if we follow the logic of the world of this commercial, where fighter pilots and scientists are are creating the the video game about about uh, furry cartoon fighter pilots, then like. It follows that like Mario sixty four is like is like a live action filming of this dude named Mario doing Mario stuff. So like, <laughs> like yeah, there's a like I'm I I'm willing to concede. Okay, yeah, well yeah, sure Mario is a dude that that 
just did mocap for the Mario thing, and this is Mario, and oh no, he's been captured, and it it is being having his nipples hooked up to a car battery. That do, that does happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we consider uh, Mario, uh, the Mario doll from the perspective of the commodity uh, and the commodity fetishism, you know, we can see that the commodity is held to, you know, this almost uh, religious uh, uh, greatness purely uh, because of its, uh, you know, role as a, a pu- I can't do it. I can't do it. Ma- Mar- <laughs> Mario is Mario is Caesar and we're living in a, no, no, no I, I have nothing actually. <laughs> I prepared. I prepared nothing. I can't. I can't pretend that this. That that this. Listen, listen, <laughs> folks. We, Alex and I, we could if we wanted to. If we if we if we wanted to make some serious money, we could go on YouTube and <laughs> and make an make a ninety minute video essay about this and make it about capitalism. But we just don't believe in that, and that's. <laughs> That's why we do this shitty podcast, which costs us fourteen dollars a month to do. God, there, there are so many bad video essays. I, there is like a sick, twisted version of me that's a video essayist on YouTube, and Dude. like, and and. And it's the it's that's like the worst version of me of all of the possible futures in my life. Mm-hmm. The absolute most rotten, <laughs> most insufferable version of me is like a semi popular video essayist that talks about children's media and explains like basic concepts of why conservatism conservatism is bad to you <laughs> over and over again. Uh, every week for years on end until until I inevitably yeah until I inevitably burn out write a really upsetting twit longer that's like way too personal and tells you like way (laughs) too much about my life and like and it's like really uncomfortable for everybody because I'm like showing all of these like really deep intimate details of myself and just like putting them out in front of everybody in order to like you know, beg for their forgiveness for not producing enough content for them. That's probably what would happen to me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and then the the alternate universe version of me is just Ludwig. So <laughs> we 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 know I, we know exactly. <laughs> oh God, you you're either like you either would have ended up as Ludwig or Quentin reviews. <laughs> Yeah, this well, was the best possible option is us doing this dumb shit podcast that a hundred people listen to. Yeah, but I want a Lambo, so <laughs> I'm gonna start streaming. Actually, <laughs> I'm gonna start a stream where I debate conservatives. Oh my god! Yeah, oh my god. yeah. <laughs> what? But but did you know that science says this? <gasps> gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Um. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, that Pokemon game was disappointing, huh? <laughs> I, I've, you, you know what? I did this. I did the smart thing. This is, this is a, uh, th- this Pokemon situation is such a, it's it's a real reversal of the roles because if <laughs> oh, if, fuck, if I said, right. dude, it's so if if I if 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 a year ago I said, hey, so here's Mark and Alex, right? You you know what they are like. One of them is going to buy the new Pokemon game for 60 US dollars and be disappointed by it. The other one is playing through a flash cart that contains 
all of the the DS Pokemon games on their uh, Nint- Nintendo DSi XL from 2009 and is having a blast playing through Pokemon Platinum. You would have assumed that Mark bought the new one and Alex was playing on the DS. Not the case, folks. Everybody fucked me. Everybody fucked me, okay? <laughs> Listen, everyone fucked me. Because everyone was like, oh, it's so good. They made a it's You know, it's uh-huh. a little unfinished. The graphics aren't that great. But it's a, good, it's a good Pokemon game. They made a good one, you guys. And I know this sounds fucking insane because I'm a person that, like, two episodes of this podcast go, ago said that I like Pokemon Sword and Shield. An objectively terrible game. Um, <laughs> but, like, holy fuck. Okay. I like the ways that they have thought through what a pre-industrialization Pokemon world would look like, right? I think the analog Pokeballs are the coolest shit in the world. They shoot that little firework out and that that, that little sound plays. It's the, it's brilliant. Gee, it's the best part of the game. Running around, catching Pokemon. Yeah. The, the Pokemon catching mechanics. That shit is awesome. Love that. Nothing like, there's nothing like, like cracking a polytoad over the head with a fresh Pokeball <laughs> yeah. in this game. I it, will say. It's quite good. That stuff's all great. However... Um, running around this game feels like playing a Bethesda game from 2006. Uh, holy shit, the traversal is dog shit. It's like, here's this, here's this cliff that you can kind of scale if you jump on it and then, like, slide off a little bit and then get off your horse and get back on your horse and jump again. And, like, you gotta do it (laughs) to get up there. Like, it's like, they're, they're actively expecting you to, like to like jank around the map like it's like you're playing like a fucking arma 3 mod it's <laughs> like it's <Yeah>. amazing <laughs> and then also there's it's, there, the, it's fucking the game is empty there are pokemon to find which is cool i enjoy finding pokemon but do you remember in like breath of the wild or whatever super mario odyssey any given open world adjacent nintendo game in the past like four years you know, there's, like, little puzzles to solve everywhere. There's little bits of environmental storytelling to find and little dungeons yep. to explore. And little ki- There ain't shit like that in this game. Um, at least as much of it as I played. I played, like, 15 hours of it and put it down, and I haven't picked it back up in, like, a week and a half. <laughs> Man. Um, Pokemon Platinum, however. Great game. One that's of the best great, they've made. That's a great game. I, I actually hadn't... Uh, I, I I fell off of Pokemon Platinum when it came out as a kid. I think it was in like eighth grade because I was like, <laughs> it was like the third, uh, it was like the third gym, and it had it had one of those one of those Pokemon that's like water ground or whatever. So I was you can't use electric, and I was like, this is bullshit. Pokemon's stupid now. <laughs> I want everything to be like the blue guy beats the yellow guy. <laughs> um, but now that I'm now that I'm an adult and I don't have a brain that can only process halo two. Um, <laughs> I, the game is cool. I, I like all of the Pokemon in this generation The the world is really interesting. It doesn't tell you where to go. I beat like the second gym and there were two directions to go. And both of them were equally valid. Both of them had trainers. I was like, yep. Oh, f- word. Yeah. We were talking about this like off, <laughs> off, off mic. Yeah. That sounds weird to say. We were talking about this as we do because we are friends. Um, <laughs> and- we got, we got to eliminate that. We got to save it for the content. <laughs> um, and like, one of the things that I really don't like about, like, gens, like, five through seven is that, like, mm-hmm. the map is just a big circle. And you just go in the big circle, you visit every town once, and then you get to the end of the circle and the game ends. 
Um, and it's very totally. boring. And you compare it to, like, the map design and, like, really the first four gens, like, all of them yeah. have, like, this sort all of crisscross of design where you're constantly looping back around on itself and you're given new reasons to go back to old places. But it doesn't feel like a hassle because it's easy to get between all of the different areas because they're all linked together like fucking Dark Souls. Um, yeah, the, the the idea that in Pokemon Red and Blue there are four separate yet equally valid like initial entrances to saffron city they would never do shit like that today yeah it's crazy that the most open game in the franchise is the first one on the original game boy <laughs> yeah and yeah and I'm, I'm not i've only played gen i've only played gen 3 one time uh so i'm not super familiar with it mm -hmm. but gen 1 2 and 4 they all do that really well and i i don't know like i have uh, like I, I'm just I'm just having a blast making my way through like really taking my time on on this Gen Four game and like choosing my Pokemon strategically. I think the difficulty is also in a good place here. Like surprisingly, yeah, Platinum has a probably the best. Uh, like Diamond and Pearl had a lot of problems when they came out, and then Platinum as a result is just like this extremely tuned experience because it really seems like their goal with platinum was to just like make it the tightest fucking thing they could. So like the difficulty curve is better. They like expanded the Pokemon that you can get. They expanded the teams of the trainers that you can fight. Um, you know, the, the three games that are the same game thing suck shit, but if you're going to, with, with the benefit of hindsight, you can just play the good ones now. So yeah, platinum is dope. Gen four is yeah. awesome. I love the look of gen four. I love it does it does look good yeah platinum and um and uh heart gold yeah. uh heart gold and soul silver yeah man. amazing good, heart gold uh, and soul silver probably good. the best pokemon game yeah i'm i'm gonna say I, I made a tweet recently that was like that was like original fucking game boy ass gen one and then the the gen two remakes are the best pokemon <laughs> games in my opinion yeah it's um it's i i just wish it was, uh, I wish it was fun to move around in new Pokemon. Oh, also, 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 bro, <laughs> holy shit. The accessibility in Legends Arceus is fucking dog shit, man. It's terrible. There's no fucking input mapping in that game at all. There's no, like, colorblind filters. There's no accessibility menu at all, which I know is, like, typical of Nintendo games, but they need to get their fucking shit together. Uh, trying to map that game onto, like, I get it, you can't design every game around the fact that some people have to play it on an adaptive controller with their fucking feet. I know I'm in, like, a yeah. minority there, but, like, it, th there was not, like, a valuable way for me to play this game without just, like, using my hands, uh, which sucks, because I could not play it for extended mm -hmm. periods of time, because I have issues with that. Um, yeah, it's not like this game's movement or combat is... It's not like Horizon 2. No. Like, it, it's, like you, you should be able to play this with your feet. Yeah, like, they literally mapped an action to every single button on the Switch controller, and there's no options for any kind of just, like, simplified control scheme, uh, which means that if you want to play this on anything but, like, a standard controller with the default controls... Uh, you need to map, like, 13 fucking buttons. And, I don't know, like, I feel like there had to have been a way to provide a more, like, streamlined version of the controls for people who uh, have mechanical issues. I think it sucks ass that, especially Nintendo, uh, a, a company that, like, 
loves to put on about how they're a company that makes video games for everybody sure doesn't fucking make video games for everybody do they you know what's funny also is I, I like mentioned Horizon 2 just now because I, I just started playing Horizon mm-hmm. 2. Very, very good game. They made they made another Horizon. It's exactly <laughs> the fucking same, uh, but they added like like five new things you can do. It's great. Um, but the, the, they there's a giant accessibility menu in that. Like I'm not saying you could reasonably play that game like not using your hands. I think that'd be pretty rough. But like they added a thing that's like, auto run where it's like okay you don't have to click in the stick to run you can God. just move the stick and it will run because you're going to be running the whole time anyway yeah they, fucking they... pokemon has dash on stick click and that's i can't mm-hmm. like i can't do that like with my hands or my feet it hurts this yeah that's that's a problem horizon solved completely they they, they made like or just like uh like auto aim uh, you can make it so it's just like it will fucking snap right to the guy. It, you can target like individual parts, so it will snap right to the part you want to be aiming at uh, on the dino or whatever. They they added uh, yeah like the auto swim options really good. They made it a lot easier for people who don't want to do complicated inputs for 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 like psychos like me who enjoy the <laughs> as much complicated inputs as possible and play it on hard difficulty. You can do that, but like. You can you can also play it on hard difficulty with the auto run and the auto aim and shit on, which is a perfectly viable way to play. I don't know. It's the every why is every game not doing this? It's unacceptable. Yeah, I I, I get I get like so excited when games have like basic accessibility options. Right. Fucking oh my god, Inscription. That game seems so cool. Wish I could fucking play it. (laughs) There's no input mapping in it at all. Uh, also, my friend who's colorblind literally can't play it because they can't read the fucking cards. Uh, cool. Yeah, super awesome. Anyway, uh, what that are was going to title this episode. <laughs> that was a very uh, short, quick episode about the Star Fox 64 promotional VHS. Star Fox 64 commercial plus Pokemon Arceus review. <laughs> that's that's the, that's the episode. Where can uh, where can people find the podcast on the internet? Um, yeah, you can find us on Twitter at Cartridge Cinema. That's at Cartridge Cinema. Music is by DJ Tinman. The art is by Courtney Kaufman. And for me, it was Tuesday. We genuinely did not plan for this to go off the rails. Like, no, I, <laughs> like, we sat down and we were like, yeah, this should be like a 15, 20 minute episode. No problem. <laughs> Even even without the the extended posts uh, post credits scene, <laughs> we were we had already done like twenty five minutes on this dumb oh, commercial. Man. Peace. We love we love the discourse. Listen, I don't I don't use my Twitter account anymore. <laughs> the only way I have to get opinions out into the world is by recording them on this podcast and releasing them like once a month or so. <laughs> yeah you're you're one of the lucky few to still to still get the hot takes if you're listening anyway uh i'm not coming back to twitter by the way <laughs> that's that's sick and cool of you i do de- i deleted tiktok <laughs> i congrats hey congratulations <laughs> every time every time i'm in the room with somebody who is using tiktok i literally i actually feel like i am losing my mind pe- pe- people people will send people will send me the good stuff exactly and and uh i no longer have to d- d- experience fake outrage over hundreds of things a day uh so yeah the, o- uh, the only social peace. media i use right now is tumblr <laughs> let's go 
Oh, God. Okay, yeah, we got to wrap this up. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.